Had to wake up and think like a villain, huh? Now my whole thought process different. Wake up and think about a million. Sometimes I don't talk, I just listen. Can't never be nothing I ain't missing. Some shit you just learn on your own. I told myself, how did I go to prison? They want us to be Welcome back to another episode. Small C, Big Impact. Coming back week two. Going strong. I was like, I was uploading the last one. I was like, oh, we, we had like six or seven weeks in a row. What? That we were doing good? Before we were gone for five, four weeks, four weeks. I know. We get on really good. We get on good flows and then we fall off. But This is why routine I know. and structure and zero deviation is so important when you have goals. No, I totally agree. I do. You can see my face right now. <laughs> I agree that routine is important. You know, I hate routine. No, just kidding. I actually don't hate routine. I like days where there's an ability to flex on that routine. Uh-huh. You know? Well, I think I think actually creating certain structure routines in every part of your day creates more free time. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Because you also like know what to expect. You're like, all right, one o'clock's coming. I'm going to eat lunch. I'm going to sit the kids down for lunch or whatever like that. Yeah. I think if you operate efficiently with like the tasks that need to get done, you're like, oh, I actually have way more time in the day. And then you have less structure on the free time. Yeah. Because you're not like, oh, uh, what am I doing today? No, trust me. I know. I fully agree with you. Well. I do. I know. I know. And also, I, I get on good routines. You do. Not. I do. Yes, I do. I get on good routines. I'm always routined with the kids. I always have been, even when Opal is little. That is one thing that I will say that I'm very structured on. Their routine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Their routine, which is part of my routine because I'm with them all day long. So, it's all of our routine. Anyway. What's up? Nothing. We are doing an event tomorrow here in Charleston. Yeah. It's actually really funny today. When you hear it, it'll oh, be three so, days ago. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody listening is from Charleston, it's already happened. <laughs> but I was thinking uh, today when I was just going on our story, I'm like, oh, it's so funny now because so Shane and I moving here to Charleston, like farmers markets and pop up events and like little things like this, like little markets and stuff are, are really big here. They literally happen every, like almost every day of the week and every weekend throughout the entire year, which is similar to San Diego where there's tons of farmers markets, tons of pop-ups, like tons of little markets and stuff always going on. And I'm like, it's funny because we're basically getting back to our roots because we did say we want to start doing them like at least once a month. We're going you know? backwards. We're regressing. I don't think so, though, because I genuinely do like being able to meet people, and especially people in our community. Like, I love being able to go out and actually meet our customers or meet people or just, like, even meet other business owners who are at the pop-ups, like, see other businesses, and I love, like, being able to talk about our product in person and being able to, like, see people try our bars and have feedback, like, right then and there. I really like that. I like that aspect of it. That's, like, what I miss about farmers markets and seeing, like, when we do them. I felt like that's what it was like in 2019 in Raleigh. Like we were, just we're getting doing, yeah, we, we were, were like demoing. starting to get famous because <laughs> we were demoing a lot. Like when we did the veg fest, like everyone knew who we mm -hmm. were, everyone. Yeah. And then people would see other people out with our shirts and be like, "Oh, small seed," and they'd be like, "I know them." Yeah, exactly. See, so I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I, you like and I ran too. into like one random person at the post office one time. Like Shane. Yeah, and I, I was like, "Huh." He was like, "I knew I look." I was, I was so, I was also so tired. It was before <laughs> I started working out again. <laughs> It was, it was during, I think it was before I started working out, or slowly right after that, so I was still, like, very delirious after Opal was born. Yeah. It was around that time, because Bryce was still with us. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, and I was so confused and so I handled like, it very poorly. You did? Yeah, because I was just dumbfounded. You know? You're like, somebody knows me? I'm like, I've seen you all the internet. I knew I was going to see you one day and I was like, weird. Did you say that? No. Oh, good. I should have said I was nice, but I was tired. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Actually, I, I was back when we were doing like 20 hour days. At one of your book events, I was like walking back from the bathroom and someone was like, Holly and Opal. And I was like, I was like, oh, and they were like, sorry, I follow, they're like, I, I know Shane, I follow you guys online. And I was like, oh, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Like, probably my face was like, hey. <laughs> I think everyone who interacts with us online, they all feel like they're like friends with us. They know us very oh, well. Sure. Like, everyone in the book world thinks they like, we're all so cool. And Which no, I am like, cool with them. Yeah, it's just exactly. like, it's, but it's and like when I, it's in person, you're like, wait. No, and if it's somebody like on, on social small media seed. that, yeah. yeah, on Small Seed especially, because I run Small Seed, that like we interact with all the time, if they were ever like, hey, Holly, like I'd be like, oh, hey, I know who you are. You know what right. I mean? I wouldn't be like, who are you? But like that person actually did not know who she was. Mm-hmm. But then when she said who she was, I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen you a little bit here and there. It's not like, it's just not all right. the time that I would. Also, I took like two said. years off from modeling, basically. Yeah, and she said she interacts with you, which is different, like Shane, not yeah. Small Seed, so that's different. But anyway. But that's yeah. how it was in 2019. And we were, and and we were, we, but we were demoing all, think about like how much we were doing we were actually, a lot of we were, demos. We yeah. did so many demos. We were doing, we did like the farmer's market. I mean, not the farmer's market, it's the veg fest. We were doing a lot of stuff in the community too. Yeah. We also had a lot of like local locations. Yeah. People knew who we were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah. So, I, did, I did all the, I did all so the. So I do, I, so I do like doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's literally like our roots. I'm like, it's just funny. It's, it's not going backwards. It's just. Allowing you to be able to connect with your community. So I think doing it once a month will be fun. And especially being able to, you know. Hopefully those Charleston people fun. are cool. Yeah. Everybody's seen, everybody who I've met so far is like looking nice. We'll other see. I'm the, other business, I'm the judge of character. Yeah. This other house. business owners have, have all been like super nice. And like very inclusive. To, to so, be determined by me. I'm just saying. Everybody seems very nice so far. Of people, you know, I've gone out in the community a little bit more than you. And, Absolutely. and and interacted with people so but even you say like here like like even people who come to like people clean out our events or something right. like yeah like they're just super nice like they, they have <coughs> they have respect and hospitality it doesn't make them cool um, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's what I meant. I'm, I'm like, like I, hope they, I hope they're cool <laughs> like everyone's really polite and nice here for the most part that's what I mean everybody's very nice but I wonder if they're cool yeah I want to meet some cool people. Good luck. Our cool is not... We're a dying breed. Yeah, our cool is not very cool, I guess. Our cool is not, quotes cool. I mean, yeah, everyone's got their own definition of cool, so... Well, it's like I was saying today, we... Sorry, this is no one's podcasting about. We can go on and talk about what the podcasting about. Sure. But how we're in a very weird place, like where we are as a business, is in a very weird space. Uh, but I felt that way forever. Yeah, but like... I've never not felt like that. Now, I guess, yeah, I guess I've just, like, now, because I'm, like, oh, I really want to find a community of people. Like, I'm, like, in that mindset, and I'm, like... And you realize all the community of people suck. Well, I'm just, like, nobody's like me. <laughs> nobody's doing what I'm doing. Nobody's like me. That's okay. I'm in this weird place. We'll get there. Yeah. No, I know. And that's what we were saying. We're, like, not a brand new startup, but we're not, like, multi-million dollar company. But once we get to that next tier of, like, million dollar company, then we'll be, like, in that tier with those people, so... Yeah, but it, and it's like people, you know, across the country, because it's not going to be local people, because we don't have a brick and mortar. I know. You know. But we're going to, possibly. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be, yes, but I don't, I don't think it's going to resonate the same with other people who have brick and mortars. Oh, yeah. You know? Yes. 
Right? Yeah. We're going to have a manufacturing facility with a front. <laughs> We're not going to be a storefront. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And then Correct. and then in like 10 years from now when we have a massive facility. BTE. I mean that too. But I'm just specifically talking about small seed. Like when we have a bigger facility and we let it, like the people come in to the public and like stuff like that. Then we'll have like You're people the who. the public come into our manufacturing facility? Like, yeah. Like our HQ. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, not, a not like where we make facility. our bars. No, no. Okay, I, was like, be, I think this will be two separate buildings, but in the same, the same site. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll have Why like two H- separate buildings to separate manufacturing and the the rules and regulations oh, that comes with true. that. Yes. And yes. people in the office yes. and like where people like you know want to take lunch break where we have meetings and whatever. Yeah, that's actually true. With Rules like and regulations. The, yeah, for, the regulations. Right. That's very true for like food, especially the food, all the food yeah. stuff. So to yeah. make sure it's like clean, everything just stays like very sanitary. Right. Like, Maybe they can be connected through like a tunnel, uh, a, tunnel. <laughs> a walkway like that, a, that's yeah, enclosed yeah. so people don't have to go like, but they need to be separated. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to have just like huge doors that just like a hospital and you're like, do not enter. You cannot enter here. And then it turns into the manufacturing side. Of like one building, you know. Yeah, like you need. A I'd rather have two buildings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just have two. I'd just rather have two buildings. Yeah, that's makes actually makes Like when no, we're with, that big. Yeah, yeah. With, when you just said regulations, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes more sense for two buildings. You no, know, we're talking about people have to be fully gowned, like no body hair showing. They have to change, like, like change yeah, you change there, like, fully yeah. gowned. You wear you wear things on your shoes, like you know. Because once you once you pass that ten million mark, regulations come down hard. Yeah. So today, <coughs> excuse you. Excuse me, rookie. Sorry. Huh? Rookie move. What? Coffee. Coffee? Hold it in. <laughs> Choke on like it. Not cough. <laughs> what do you think about our last podcast? When you re-listen to it, bunch of foolery. Why? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was all it was was you laughing. Oh, it wasn't just me laughing. Thirty minutes of Holly's laughter. I hope y'all enjoyed pretty, it. That's pretty much all of our podcasts. So. I mean, it would probably be good if like, someone was having like a crap day and they were listening to it and they are like, these idiots, and they probably would laugh. <laughs> so I think I think it probably served a purpose so for someone. Know, you know, if you're the person who laughed, it, it, it was for you. It brightens some people's day. <laughs> when I listened to it, I was like, this is so stupid, but it's funny. Yeah. I didn't think it was stupid. I thought it was pretty solid. I thought it was a pretty, pretty solid one. All right. Well, let's see how solid this one is. <laughs> So you were listening to a podcast today. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast today that was talking about, and I'm probably just going to kill what exactly he was talking about, but he was essentially saying that we live our lives very, like, singularly. We think about our life from, like, the day I was born to the day I die. And when you ask somebody, what's your end goal? Like, typically most people think about their end goal as in their own personal end goal. So, like... They think about their life mission. Yeah, they think about their life mission, but for themselves only. Right. They think about, like, when I... I think most people's life mission. When I die, like, when I'm dead, or when I... Like, I'm on my deathbed, like, what do I hope to have accomplished? But they think about it in a very, like, singular manner, like, just themselves. And what he was saying is, like, really we should be thinking about it on, like, a larger scale. And not just about ourselves, but how did, like, we live every day or the mission that we created, how is that going to, like, live on beyond... You know who thinks that way? Who? Wealthy people. Yeah. They like think generationally. Just, yes, exactly. Beyond just... And yeah. then he was like saying like, yeah, some people may think about, oh, your kids. Right. Like your your first, you know, like that. But they don't even think beyond... They don't even think to like their grandkids. 
They don't think like they have great grandkids. And then they're definitely not thinking about their great, great, great grandkids. You know what I mean? Like they're not thinking about generations beyond. Like they're literally thinking about what did I accomplish in my life? Did I complete it? Can I check that box and say, okay, I did what I wanted to do and now I can die. And so, and he was even giving like small examples of things that we carry on generationally that are like, that can change the the trajectory of your fam of like your lineage basically. And so he was talking about in his family, which is funny because you do this. I was talking about like the chair. So he like never sits with his back. Against the door. Yeah. He basically he always has to. I don't like, like to sit. I don't sit with my back. He always has to be crowd. able to see. Yeah, <clears throat> he always has to be able to see. Like, <clears throat> do you know why? Because he's a survivor of war. Yes, because his dad, and that was passed on to him from his father, who <clears throat> escaped Nazi Germany. Right. So, and now he said he did, he passed it on to his kids unintentionally, like not purposefully, but out of just acting that way and constantly being in like. Okay, I need to sit this way. Like, whatever. I'm sure he's not like, I need to sit to the, like, with my back to the, whatever, you know. But they see it, and then they act that way. And then that's going to go pass on to their kids. And it's it's something that stemmed from his father escaping Nazi Germany type. That was just a very small example he said. So, sorry, guys, I need to take a sip of my drink. Why are you so dehydrated? I'm not dehydrated. I just have, like, a tickle in my throat. I'll tickle your throat. (laughs) Wow. We got to we got to turn off this though. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on. Only fans. It's coming up. Yeah, exactly. We'll get paid. Some people have been telling me telling me that you should make an OnlyFans. I'd get rich. I'd be rich really, if we really need money. They're like gotta be a stripper. The internet lasts forever. Yeah. I don't want to. I, I feel like if you put something on the internet, it's gonna be on there forever. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather just be like stripper. Oh, but strippers don't even make money. I mean, it depends where you strip, but I mean, that's male true. strippers really don't really make that much money. I'll go to a gay bar. <laughs> then maybe you would. I'll get paid. <laughs> don't you worry. But, yeah, so he was talking about, so even things that, like, you do for yourself, um, like, standards that you hold to yourself that you then, just by living in, pass on to your children, which they then embody and pass on to their children, and you can change the whole trajectory of, like, the way you look at money. Or the way you view your household, or the way that you view work, the way that you view weekends, like, I'm just saying, like, certain things that people, like, the way you view alcohol, or, or, or fitting in, or sports, like, whatever it is, you know, and you can change that. You're just, you're kind of basically talking about a moral framework. I guess, yeah. Right? Like, I mean, that's what, these people have standards, and they have, they have values, that they embody and therefore their children embody them. Yes. And he was saying, well, lots of people don't think about it in that way. I think they're lots not, of people do they're it. They're not actively trying right. to, like, they're just living their life, right? And most people be like, oh, I'm this way because my parents are this way. In a negative way. Yes, in a yeah, very yeah. negative way. Perfect. And then they don't try to change because they just think, oh, fuck, my, my parents made me like this, so now I'm like this and I can't I mean, change. how many people you know they are just like, they're like, I'm... I'm like, I have anger issues. And I'm like, okay, can you stop your anger issues? No, I'm just angry. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not just, you're choosing to be angry. Exactly. How about you resolve the underlying issue what of is your the anger? Action? Exactly. Or at the very least, do practices like meditation or working out or eat a low inflammation diet that will stop you from being as angry. Exactly. How about that? Exactly. Like, you're not just born a certain way. Correct. But... But also, then, like, beyond that, he, because this person works, he was saying, like, he works with, like, 
<laughs> he works with corporations and um, politicians. And he was saying, like, they also think very short term of, like, okay, I want it, this is what I want to complete in the next four years or in the next five years. Wow, that's terrible thinking. Rather than, like, well, yeah. And he's like, what is it actually going to look like? Like, when you're, like, what is your company's mission? Is your company's mission so strong that it's going to live on beyond you? Like, like Disney. Yeah. Like, Walt Disney has died, has been gone, but his actual mission has lived on. And every person that goes to Disney feels the magic, you know? Like, even adults freaking love Disney. Like, those, like, adult people who love Disney. That's because like, they're children who... But I'm just saying, like, it's, I'm just saying, like, yes, that's a great example. Because his mission has lived on beyond him. Right. And every, and it's like, so, yeah, I just thought that that was interesting. And I feel like that was Small Seed. I was like, oh, it's funny, because with Small Seed, like, our goal is really to just disrupt the food industry. Like, that's, like, part of our mission is to disrupt the food industry and basically, like, empower, like, a real food movement. And so I think that... If we even make the smallest wrinkle in that, that that will change forevermore, you know? Because I'm like, it would be sick if my great-great-grandkids weren't fucking poisoned with everything they ate. <laughs> everything they ate, drank, and every time they breathed air in. Like, that would be sick if I was even, like, a pencil tip on any point of, like, getting there, you know? Like, even if I was, like, a very small, even a small seed was just, like, a very small part of getting us to a place where they stop poisoning our water, stop poisoning our air, and stop poisoning our food. I'm going to do it. Huh? I'm going to do it. Yeah. We are. And that's like, that's a part of our mission. As long as they don't try to kill us because. Well, (laughs) we'll we'll just have to become a certain status before uh, (laughs) we attempt to do that. I mean, we do that every day. No, I know. But I meant on a scale where they'll take notice. Yes. I'm sure they take notice. Like when I start lobbying for health. I'm sure they're going to take, I'm sure they're already take hold we're already on the list (laughs) (laughs) but then i was saying it's funny because you are a what what is it called like a generational like you have broken i know i can't think of the word what's that word yeah what is that i'm like it's such like a trendy thing right now i know it's been trendy for like 10 years i can't think of what that is you've like broken your generational curse (laughs) (laughs) you guys know do you know what we're trying to say so shane what i'm trying to say i mean you can explain it you can say i can explain yeah well i think i think also we should view this as i'm going to title this lineage and legacy because that's very important because this is kind of what this is about it's it's kind of like looking at your past and your past generations and realizing why you are the way you are right now and then looking to your future and being like okay how do i pivot and change the trajectory of my people to come. So lineage, where you came from, and legacy is what you're leaving behind. Yes. That's what we're talking about today. Correct. Halfway through the podcast. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, generational trauma, chains, curse, whatever the... F- I don't know what the words are, but... Like, yeah, I just came from a, uh incredibly poor-minded family. And poor. And that was it. And are you poor-minded and poor now? Sometimes. All right, well, I guess it hasn't changed then, but hopefully Olin's are the next generation. Yeah, I mean, I think about this all the time, because I think about having a conversation with my grandmother when I ever see her, if I ever see her again, before she dies. And I'm just going to tell her. She is pretty young. 
but she's unhealthy, so. She invites you. I was, like, I, I've, I've always thought about telling her this, because I stopped talking to her, like, many years ago, because my family is insane. So, I cut ties with, like, people, I think, who are, like, literally toxic, not, like, the fucking trendy toxic. Not like, oh my god, these people don't like me and they have to hurt my feelings. I'm talking about <laughs> literally, you let these people in your life, they will destroy you and just like rip everything apart. Holly knows, my family is <laughs> a wreck. They Let them in and they'll destroy everything you have, I swear. Anyway, and I was, I was one, one day, I, yeah, they are, they're actually really toxic. Um, one day when I meet her, I'm just going to be like, you and I are going to be, we're, are the last people who are ever going to suffer in this family. You and Grammy. Yeah, I'm gonna be like the reason I had to stop talking to you is so I can change the the entire generation. So like my kids will never suffer, their kids will never suffer. Everyone in this family from now on will never be poor. Even though they say it only takes three generations to lose your wealth. So. Well, but not if you instill those values. Right. That's, That's because difference. it's the values. Yes, the actual right. monetary maybe. Yes, you could like actual money that you create. Three generations from now, they're not using your money anymore. But what you're instilling in them is the value so that they carry that through. They don't need your money. They have their own money. They make their own money. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no difference to, like, we work out every morning. Opal and Sage, like, want to work out. Exactly. Like, they want to work out. They think you wake up and you work out. That's what you do every single day. And they're going to live their whole lives. They're going to wake up and work out. Every single day. And I never had to tell them to do it. Exactly. And with work, too. They're like, Same you have work. a lot of work? Like, yeah. You have, work you have to hard do? work to do? Yeah. Well, hard work? Is, hard Is work that hard work? You can go do your hard work. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. And and they both do. And sometimes I'm like, all right, I got to do work. And she's like, okay. And like, right. you might have heard to bed sometimes at night. She's like, do you have to go do work? And I'm like, yep. yeah. Like, she just Because we work like, all the time. Work. Yeah. And we don't take days off. Like, yeah. we don't operate on a Monday through Friday schedule, Um, which I think is really important. I think people who want to, like, escape from life are living life wrong yes like if you're like if you're a person like enjoying some some open time is like completely different from what i'm saying but i'm like if you work monday through friday and they're like oh my weekend's me time i'm like no that whole time is you time and you should be doing what you want to do that's what i was saying by the weekends like people who are like oh i can't wait for the weekend and like their kids hear that and like i can't wait for the weekend right, they and think, we're gonna they do this think on a weekend. job is you think that like all you do is like you have to do bullshit monday through friday and be miserable and then oh right. thank god it's a weekend and i can relax saturday and sunday oh but now i have to go back <laughs> to school you know like that's literally because right. if all you're ever talking about is living for the weekends or i mean but they train they train children hate, to be that way or that you hate train them to hate monday through friday mm. Why do they train school. them to hate? Think yeah, about but, school. but you don't have to hate school. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, they're like the free, they're like, it's the weekend, I don't have to go to school. Like, they're excited. Yeah. But some kids do like school. Some kids they do. They only stop liking school when those you are get the, older because it's bullshit. But like, I think those are, that's because the, the, the parents are probably like, school's like, you know, like they make school good. Or their house situation sucks so bad, school's uh, <laughs> a escape. safe haven yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. that too. But some kids are good at school, so they actually like school. And I think when you're little, you're excited. And then as you get it more into school and they just beat that out of you, you're like, fuck school. All it does is, like, pull me down. Yeah. Back to what you were talking about, though. Like, there's there's tons of things um, for me. Like, decide, like, when I went to prison, that was when I was like, I'm done. Or maybe not when I went to prison, but by the time I got out of prison, prison, I was like, I'm done. I'm changing this. I'm not living this way. I'm not going to be poor. I'm not going to be doing, uh, crime to survive. Um, I got something in my eye and it hurts so bad. Sorry guys. An eyelash. Oh no. 
Yeah, good thing this out. isn't on video. It's hard. Uh, <laughs> ah! Get it out. It's okay. <laughs> I'm suffering. But like, my mom was a single mother with three boys. Her mom was a single mother with three girls. Her parents actually were together, but her father was a raging alcoholic. alcoholic. And they and and probably they, abusive. And they, yeah, but everyone's abusive back then. They came from the, they came from the Great Depression. <laughs> True. I guess my grandma, like abusive. my grandma, was abusive. My mom was abusive. Like, you know, that's. that's also, I think that's very however, normal for poor culture. I was gonna say that. Yeah. I was gonna say that also. Comes I can say from, that cut out poor. Yeah, that also. But comes like from that violence is not... violence is the is the easiest simplest way to get people to do what you want. Yeah. You know. It just doesn't. Actually that's what they do. It doesn't hold. Yeah, it just, yeah. yeah. Which is why you have to keep being violent. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. You know, and then, but they slept in separate rooms. My great, my great granddaddy and great grandmommy didn't even, weren't even, to, they lived together, but so they, they were weren't married together. by paper, but not even. Right, they like lived in the same house, but they lived in, se- they slept in separate bedrooms, which is interesting. Interesting, yeah, that is yeah. interesting. But she like hated her family anyway. And they're all poor. Like my grandma was poor. My grandmother worked like 500 jobs. I'm actually pretty sure. Between her and my mom, I got pretty good work ethics. My grandmother used to work all the time. My grandmother is a person who, like, I'll do whatever it takes to right, to survive. Out. Yeah. Like, whatever it takes. She'll, what, anything. And I think I got that from her because I used to, like, I used to tell her this. Like, she used to, she was kind of like an entrepreneur. Like, I didn't know this back then until, like, we started talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah. She ran, like, a daycare. She, she had her own cleaning service and she went and cleaned, like, banks at nighttime. And she'd bring me and my older sister. Like, I just, I have... Because I lost my memory when I was 10. Nine. Nine, whatever. And I have, like, faint memories. And I just remember driving through Springfield. And it's just, like, pitch black with the lights lit up. And, like, we would go into banks with my grandmother. Before, like, obviously, closed caption television was, like, an all-time thing. Yeah, yeah. And, she and like, so she was just out hustling between probably, like, 9 and 2 in the morning. Just cleaning banks and we'd be with her. That's funny. That is funny. I don't really remember much of it. But, like, that's my grandma. My grandma would just work everything. She's also the one who coached, like, my soccer teams. Yeah. And then my mom, also just crazy poor, worked worked crap jobs, was a stripper. Uh, speaking of stripping, worked crap jobs, <laughs> and then like you keep it carried on. And then you know, never had a stable marriage. Neither of them had a stable marriage, you know. But and then I grew up, and I just thought all that shit was normal. Never having food, never having money, living paycheck to paycheck, getting your getting your light and water cut off all the time. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This is just life. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, fuck this shit. I'm gonna be a hustler, and I'm gonna make a bunch of money. And that's why you thought the only way you can make money was. And that is. Because that's the only thing I knew. Yeah. Perspective, you know. You also did work a lot, too. I worked a ton. I worked, like, 70 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. For, with real jobs. But yes, then... Yes. But you can only get so far. Yeah. Like, without, without like, going through proper education and all that other crap, so... Yeah. I also well, hated hospital, school. He was in a hospital setting, so you yeah. really didn't need the paper. I mean, no matter... I think my... From my mind, you couldn't get paid unless you had... Qualifications, yeah, you know. But I'm saying you actually can't in a hospital setting Correct. versus yeah, like yeah. outside of a hospital. That's not that's not necessarily true. But a hospital setting, you're. I mean, that's true in a lot of things, unless you're going to be your own business person. Yeah, but that's or what work I'm for startups, which aren't a lot of startups where we're from. It's very old. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very like yes, old. Yeah. So then old when language. I when I got out after I went in, I was like, well, this is dumb. I'm trying to I'm trying to change my whole life, and then I lost my life. And then when I got out. I'm like, I'm done. This isn't happening. Yeah, and I was saying, like, it's funny because it, it's, no one's ever going to have to suffer the way you suffered again. Or any of my family's to, ever suffered. Or, like, or any of the way, but I'm talking about you specifically because you right, are right, the right. one who changed it for our, like, Correct. for your for family, you. you changed it. 
Like, you're the last person I think in about that all the your time. family who ever has to go through anything. Our kids will never know what it's like to get their water turned off right. or lights turned off yeah. or not have food in the pantry. Right like, they'll literally never know what that's like. You know what that's like, but they'll never know what that's like. And their kids will never know what that's like. And our, and our great-grandkids will never know what that's like. It's true. Like, because you chose to change that. Right. You know? And I have... And, and that's have... the thing. Like, everybody has that ability to change that. But I think one thing I... Everybody does have that ability. And like you were saying, you did have to cut off your family. And I think sometimes that's the hardest part for people is that oftentimes your family doesn't actually want you to succeed. Yeah, you got to make hard decisions. And your and friends. You have, not yeah, just your family. Old friends, I think, yeah. I think your, old your history. Worse. <laughs> you got to cut. Like, to if you have if you want a better future, you got to let go of your past. And that includes people you love. I didn't, like, I never, I almost never talked to my family. I didn't go to my mom's wedding. I don't see my brothers. Like, I don't talk to my brothers. Nothing. And those yeah. are probably the closest people to me growing up my whole life. Yeah, yeah. I have maybe like two friends from my past that I actually talk to, and it's maybe four times a year. <laughs> maybe. And it's like a text, and then I'll text you two months later. Yeah. And like, and they're actually not, they don't live a bad life anymore. And that's probably the only reason why. Have like, right. They're better. They're yes. better people. Yeah. You know, they're married. They, they have houses. You know, they're living like very moderate, middle income lives. Yeah. So they're not, they're not like trying to suck me into bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they all, and they all know I have, I have hard lines you can't cross. That's what I was going to say. They don't like bring you into their bullshit even if they yeah. can't have bullshit. You're not allowed to they text don't, me. You're not allowed like, to text me with drama. Yeah. You're not allowed to really complain to me. If you have a problem, I'll help you solve it. You're not allowed to consume alcohol around me. And, and if we're hanging out, we're working out. <laughs> that, those are my rules. Yeah. If you, if you're a friend, these are my rules. And that, you know, and I think our children have very similar rules. Yes. And that's, that's what I mean. Like, it's just, you have to be able to, you have to be able to let go of that, be okay with letting go of that to change, to change the whole, like, lineage. Yeah. I mean, you gotta think past yourself. Like, Like, way past yourself. I'm like, like, yeah, you know. Like, money from your family, right? Like, like, even you told me before, like, you used to think money was like, like, the only way you could get money is doing bad things or like, people who had money were bad people. Like... Money is bad. Or money Period. is... Yeah. Literally, money is bad. And a lot of... Poor... Rich people are bad people yeah. because they have what is bad. Like, that's what they teach you. <laughs> that is. That's what yeah. you teach you. But then, like, you grow up and all you do is want money. Yeah. And it's just... The, it's the it's the dumbest thing you could ever teach children. And it's really just that... And that's what I'm saying. I think that, like, family and friends of their old life often want to, like, pull you back down and suck you down because they're not actually... They don't actually want you to succeed because... All that does is prove to them that they could have succeeded if they tried a little right. harder. Or they throw shots at you, like Mar- like when I was at Mario's wedding, and we're hanging out with a friend who we all went to high school with. Not He's not my friend, but he is a friend. And he was like, I bet Shane doesn't even cut his own grass. Because yeah. that's what rich... Because rich people don't cut their own grass because they value their motherfucking time. <laughs> You're like, I don't. But like they throw shots, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like people always make jokes because I'm fit, and I'm like, because you're fat. Like, yeah. don't be mad that I'm fit because you're fat. <laughs> exactly. The only reason you're doing like, that is because like you don't like yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's like their own. Their own like you're you're mad you got to mow your own shame. lawn, yeah. so you don't like you have to take your two hours. Now, if you like mowing your lawn, that's cool. Like some people like it; it's like it's methodical. Adults. Yeah, like <laughs> they're like, oh, this is cool. That feels good. Like it's their mantra. You know, it's or their meditation. Yeah, yeah exactly. you know, it's a hobby. That's fine. But if you're doing it and you hate doing it, and you're mad that I pay someone to do it, get get out of here. Yeah, like stuff like that. People just people try to pull you right, like. I don't know if they do it intentionally or subconscious, but 
That's that's terrible. It's their way of family's the worst ones though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then I really think like being have, sometimes having to move away from your family. Like I'm like literally away from Yeah, them I'm actually because... I'm very, very fortunate because I was stripped away. Yeah. And but then you did and, move away. And then I did you move away. easily gotten sucked back into all of it. Sure, but I think being gone for so long and then coming back and, like, everyone had their own life, I was like, oh, I don't actually fit into this anymore. Like, my obligations to my brothers, gone. They don't need yeah. me. My obligations to my mother, gone. They don't need me. Mark had a life. Mario yeah. had a life. Yeah, like, yeah. they have Everybody their own new friends up. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It was, like, four years Every, later. Everyone from my past is, like, they all just did their own thing. And I'm yeah. like, oh. So, I like, it was... And I was... It was, for me, like, it was it was just very easy. And I think that's attributed to it. For some people, it's not. For most people, it's not that easy, though. I know, but and I think... And you have to be able to make that decision to change. But right. making that one decision. But then on top of these, on top of, like, the greater picture of it is also just, like, in your everyday life of, like, how are you actually acting in your everyday life? And how is that going to be projected for, like, generations to come. Yeah, side note. I know we talked about my past. Before, we just talked about that in one second. We just talked about my past. And obviously, I'm like, yeah, I came from really, really crappy, poor, terrible things. Of course I want to change one. No one ever really changes for the most part. But you can. But even you. Like, <laughs> one, you come from a lineage of people who have excelled every generation. Like, every every generation for four or five generations, they're, like, done better, they've done better, they've oh, done yes, better, they've done yes. better. And they're, cause they're telling their kids to do better and do better and do better. Yeah. But even you, like you're, when you, when like we first met, essentially, you're like, I'm like, you wanted to move away because you're like, I want to do my own fucking thing. Oh, yeah. And you're, and you're, that was my you're, you're, you're yeah. And you're, you're stopping your lineage to make a new legacy. Yeah. You know, like you're continuing it because at the same time, like I'm still continuing my lineage. Yeah. I'm just changing it. Yeah. But I was like, but even you who grew up in a much better circumstance. We're just like, no, I'm actually going to, I'm not going to do what everyone else has done. I'm not following this structure or these footprints or I don't know what your mindset was. No, for me, it was like, I didn't want to use it as a crutch of like, I knew that my family is very well connected and anything I wanted to do, I could have been connected to. And I didn't want to use that. Like I wanted to be able to prove that like I could make my own way basically. And that's really why I left. Like, so I was like, I know I'll use that. If it's there, I know I'll use it. Like, why wouldn't I use it? You know, yeah, it's just course. fucking dumb. Like, but if I don't have it, I have to figure it out on my own. And I wanted to prove to myself that I could figure it out on my own. Yeah. And you changed everything. Yeah. Like, you, I would say you, uh... And I even think by me moving away, yeah. that, like, changed That's a huge everything thing. for, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, everyone needs to move away and be by themselves. Yeah. And, like, for, realize who you are. Yes. You know? And, and don't opens, call and, and text your friends up, all the fucking time. But don't be on also, social media watching your friends' lives. But that also, like, opens up the, like, people around you are like, oh, okay, we can move away from our home. Right. Like, she's doing okay. Like, both my brother and sister moved away. And, like, my best friend moved away. Like, everybody, like, moved because they were like, oh, okay, you did it. And, like, you're actually doing okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're fine. And I'm like, yeah, you can do it, too. Like, you know, but I feel like I'm almost like, would none of those people, I'm not trying to like say like, oh, I'm the fucking shit or whatever, but I'm like, would any of those people have No, but you influence people. Everyone influences people. Yeah, exactly. Like, or like, who knows who you could be influencing 
who's watching you in the background, you know, who knew you from your previous life. Right. Who is like, oh, wow, like, if Shane can do it and I know what you went through. Right. Like, I, get I, a, I get a lot you know? of, I get a fair amount of, of people from my old life being like, wow, this is so cool you do this, blah, blah, blah. I just don't really engage them because I don't care. Yeah. You know? I like helping people, but, like, comments like that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I don't have, I don't really, my energy bandwidth, I can only choose, like, one or two uh, apprentices at a time. <laughs> Yeah. I really can't. Like, that's it. Like, that's all I have bandwidth for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one's, like, pretty good. Two's, like, kind of a stretch. Street, yeah. One gets all of it. The second one's kind of like, yeah, I'll throw shots. Like, okay. <laughs> You're doing good. Yeah. But, You're like, outside good. of that, I'm like, I can't. I can only invest my energy in one person at a time. Yeah. That's because but, like, you go I get stuff like that all the time. And, I'm, and, I just, and I just tell people. Like, Andy sent me a video message today. I was like, I'm so proud of, like, your success in small city. And I wrote back to him. I was like, entrepreneurship is bullshit, guys. What did you say? I was like, entrepreneurship is bullshit. We're not nearly successful. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I think they see that and they're like, oh, I want that. I'm like, you have no, like, you want freedom. Yeah. This is not freedom. This is the opposite of freedom. <laughs> this is 20 years of slavery. <laughs> exactly. To earn my freedom. Exactly. Like, literally. Yeah. That's what, that's the funny thing about entrepreneurship, too. It's like, it's fucking not, I literally tried to talk about that, too. I'm like, it's really not fun. Like, <laughs> it's fun but it's like not fun at all right, like right. it's really you not. have to love it like, like, like you literally have to yeah like yeah it has to be every ounce of your being right. like literally like you have to want it you can't even fucking waver on it you can't even right. question it like it has to fucking be full throttle all the time and mm. like it's all consuming like literally all consuming so if you're not ready to fucking do that then i get the same nonsense with fitness and i've got it for most of my life because i've been fit for a really long time but people are just like, like they're like, oh wow, you look so great, and they comment, and then like they kind of want to, and I'm like, you want to do everything I do, you'd be fucking miserable, <laughs> because you <laughs> you like yeah, I, you yeah. like the luxuries of life, yeah, you know, they're like like, it's like and I'm just like, come like, on, this is like just a funny good example though, and someone's like, oh, I could never be vegan, and you're like, what well, do you want to, and right, like, do, no. yeah, and it's like, okay, okay. well then, don't but they see you, and they're yeah. like, oh, like I want to be he- like. Oh, I would love to be fit like you. I'm like, do you want to work out every day? Two hours a day? Do you want to not eat bullshit? Yeah. Do you want to not drink drink? alcohol? Do you want to eat? Do you want to drink three gallons of water a day? Do you want to have a structured meal plan? Do you want to intermittent fast? Oh, you don't want to do any of that? Do you want to carry on all this weight? You want to get rid of all that sugar? Yeah. You want to be all this? (laughs) Yeah. You want your joints to be just hurting all the time? Well, right now I'm way bigger than I normally am, so. I'm kidding. Well, also you are in pain when you work out because you get like that. Sore. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Sore. Like. And that is painful, <laughs> depending on what how sore you are. After doing my twenty something leg days, and like in the last month, every time I sit, in, every time I sit in the toilet, I'm like, man, my thighs are hurt every day. They're just like, they're like, they feel like not. you gotta stretch them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I'm like, wow, stretch, because our toilets here are low. Yeah, they are. But anyway, like opal kick you not relevant. <laughs> you really gotta squat down for those. Yeah, but that's the thing, people don't want to. But yeah, I think of like this, I like, uh, no alcohol is a big one for me too. The amount of people who, who have at least been open to conversing with me about no alcohol are like, oh yeah, like I don't actually know I drink and they've significantly cut it out, which I think is great. Yeah. But like just, or just talking about like not even, or just talking about like immediate impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, never mind just legacy, but. And that's what I'm saying. That too, because it's the way you act. Right. Like it's how you carry yourself. It's your... It's your being, right? Like, it's literally, like, in the everyday, like, what you're doing in your house. What are you doing at the grocery store, right? Like, is somebody going to see you and be like, oh, 
and right. one like you know what I mean and maybe literally it could be something so small if somebody sees you acting a certain way doing a certain thing saying a certain thing you have a small conversation with them that literally changes the trajectory of their life yeah. that changes the way that they view things that changes the way that they decide to do certain things you know what I mean it could be something so small but it's literally in your being like it's who you are it's how you carry yourself and that changes everything around it's, how, it's, it's how not you just you and you live in your world and you're like I'm gonna all I want to do is fucking make money so I can, I don't even know, like whatever the fuck you want to do with your money so I can fuck around and I die. Like, you know what I mean? Like, literally, <laughs> most people like, most don't people do that, just, I think most people just survive. Most people That's are surviving or like they think they want to be an entrepreneur so that they can fucking have the freedom to make money. Like, they literally just want money. Right. And I'm like, what are you going to do with that money? Or like, they want recognition, which is worse. Yeah. And then what are you doing with that recognition? That's what I mean. Like, then beyond what? Like, what, what next? Yeah, like what's like, the what, point? Yeah, like what is it for? If it's for nothing, then why the fuck are you doing it? Right. You know? Well, it's not for nothing. It's to it's to appease their egos. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But if it creates nothing... And it's not just... And, and I think, like, a, a very easy way is, like, to have literal, like, bio, like your children. Not even biological, but, like, your actual children. Because they, like, live every single day with you, you know? Right, those yeah, those yeah, are, like, yeah. your literal copy and paste of, like... This is, <laughs> this is the perfect example of subconsciously how your parents live their life not even what they're saying to you but literally what their energy is saying to you that is your child your child is what your energy tells them because like think about all the things that like that you see like parents what they say to their kids versus how they actually like energetically are exchanging with their children are two very different things like what you say and how you say it is completely different yes and people listen to how you say things exactly listen to what you say exactly and everybody's going to take it in a different way. So setting that, setting your children up to understand like, you know, certain things or whatever, then that like changes the whole trajectory of their life too. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I going to say. Oh yeah, that's like a perfect example. But then if you have like a business or literally anything beyond that, even like coworkers, anything, it could be anything, right? Friend friends. Yeah. yeah, friends. Like, be like I'm not going to drink. Yeah. Like literally any single person you impact it should be just, like, beyond your own self. Yeah, or, like, if I, like you, you have a group of friends and you all go out to eat, and they're like, all right, let's all get dessert. And you're like, I'm not going get to get dessert. You know one of those friends is like... I don't really need it either. Yeah, or like they're they, thinking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. like, maybe I don't have to get... Maybe they get it that one time because the other people, they feel peer pressured. But maybe you plant the seed of, like, oh, maybe I don't need to eat dessert all the time. Or I'm not going to get a drink. Right, yeah, I'm that's a big water. one too. That's a huge. Like, I think that that leaves a bigger impression. Like for me, because like I'm like, I'm that person. That leaves such a bigger impression on people because alcohol is so prevalent in almost everyone's life, and so and everyone is, knows yeah. it's not good. Yeah. So like when you're just like, no, nah, I don't need it. They're like, whoa. <laughs> like, wait, why don't you drink? Were you exactly. an alcoholic? Do you know? Yeah, that's just for. I'm like, why do I, like no one? I was never an alcoholic, but alcohol is just really bad for you. I know, because most people who don't drink were at one point. <laughs> I know that's 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 usually what it is. Is that what you always get? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time. People ask me that about you too. If I tell them oh, that you don't drink, I'm like, no, bitch, alcohol's for losers. They're like, was he an alcoholic? I'm like, no, he lives hates alcohol. No, it's bad. It's really it's bad so for you. Horrible. Also, I love my life. You don't need to escape from it. I don't, and that's what alcohol does. It it all like it allows you to become someone else to fit in somewhere, and I'm like, no. Why would you want to change who you are? Why do you want to pretend you're someone you're not? That's the dumbest shit ever. Alcohol's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Liquid courage. 
liquid nonsense. <laughs> liquid lies. That's what I'm gonna start calling it. Alcohol liquid lies. I'm actually gonna That's create an alcohol one. brand and call it liquid lies. <laughs> is it gonna be non-alcoholic or is it gonna be alcohol? No, it's gonna be alcoholic. <laughs> Listen, if people wanna lose if people wanna be losers, I'm gonna make money off them. I'm just kidding, I would never do that. <laughs> you know how like marijuana is like the number it's like the top five growing uh, Industry. industries. And I was like, oh, I'd get I'd get marijuana and just like and like name everything, like make everyone feel like shit taking it. Liquid. I don't know. <laughs> like liquid lies. It's just funny. Piece of shit. I'm, I'm be like dumber than dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a profile. They're like, yes, <laughs> They're like yeah, I wanna dumber get dumber than, than dog, dog shit. shit. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm just sitting here taking dumber than dog shit. It's funny. funny. I'm like, man, you're all fucking losers. It's like you're not a loser, you're just living a loser lifestyle. And like why? Like, why? Yeah. Like, why live less? It's just weird. Certain things are, like, societally peer pressured on people. But you change society. And then I think, that's what I'm saying, and then I think, like, like, even so, to just loop it back to what we've been talking about, is, like, then somebody meets you, right? And they're like, oh, he's different, like, and then they have the ability to talk to you about it and explore, like, why do you see things this way? And then you could change somebody. Like, somebody who once drank just from having a conversation with you or, or befriending you or following you or whatever, like, could literally be like, I don't need to drink, actually. I agree with what you're saying. I feel the same way. It's when I go out, I don't actually want to drink. I don't like who I am when I drink. Like, I don't need to drink. I enjoy it when I, I – I'll enjoy a baseball game the same if I don't have a drink. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and then that changes them. Like, from, it could be one conversation or, like, something you said, like – so I think that, or just saying no to a drink, and they, yeah, someone they watching see you. that, exactly. Yeah. And they take that in, and they're like, oh, not everybody drinks. That's how you change the future. Exactly. That's how you change society. That's how you, beyond yourself, that's how you live beyond just like your birth and death. Right. That's what, that's, that's <laughs> the podcast. The whole, the whole purpose. <laughs> that's the podcast. Live beyond your life. It's a good one. Live on your life and death. Yeah, have some, have some, just like have some values, have some morals, like live for things that matter. I think that's the biggest problem. People just live, live for things that are just like pleasure. Everything's pleasure driven. It's like something else I think about, like with our children, it's like they're gonna take their health very seriously. I think so. And like I don't, I don't imagine. Well, I cannot imagine them not. Can you? I don't know. I can't imagine either. But just like, gotta make sure we don't let any they, bad influences. But I'm like with all the knowledge, them. all the knowledge they're gonna have, like as they get older, like they're gonna be like, no. Oh yeah, I you know, so they're gonna be like, no thanks. Like, I don't want any of like your fucking red dye forty and your bullshit. Is I'm just sugar. Like, huh? I'm just sugar. I mean, that's a big one. Yeah. Or like, I don't need donut. Like, thanks. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Eat how about donut. I'm not gonna get ice cream today? Yeah. Like. Whatever it is, I'm like, they're just gonna, like, we've set them up in that way, and that's something that, like, I mean, I always grew up with, like, fruits and vegetables and stuff, but, like, we also had fucking gushers and bullshit in the house, but, like, our kids won't have that, and they won't give it to their kids, and it's, like, (laughs) if I affect anybody, at least, like, generations from now will not be eating bullshit. It's true. Alright. That was a good one. It's pretty long. Sorry, guys. We made this. Sorry for what? How long is it? 47 minutes. Oh, yeah, that is a long one. Are you sorry? No. No, I didn't know how long. I didn't know how long it was. Time flies by. I mean, if they're listening to it, they're not sorry either. All right, guys.
into this episode. And to wake up and think like a villain, huh? Now my whole thought process different. Wake up and think about a million. Sometimes I don't talk, I just listen. Can't never be nothing I ain't missing. Some shit you just learn on your own. I told myself, how did I go to prison? They want us to be all alone. They try and divide us off in division. Try and divide us by our decisions. Take advantage of our kindness, so that's why I'm vicious.